0: It is Monday, February 6th, 2017. This is Sit. I'm Charles Sharetta. And um, well, we're reading from the Tao Te Ching. Today we are on chapter 16. And I'm going to switch now to a different version, which is by uh, a guy named... Dwight Goddard, it was written in 1913, so this is his translation of it, and um, of course this is in the public domain as well, So, we, and this one is an interesting one, uh, Goddard was a Zen practitioner himself, so, um, so it has a certain lyricism to it that some of the other old translations do not, so uh, we may stick with this one for a while. Here it is, chapter 16. Seek to attain an open mind, the summit of vacuity. Seek composure, the essence of tranquility. All things are in process, rising and returning. Plants come to blossom, but only to return to the root. Returning to the root is like seeking tranquility, it is moving toward its destiny. To move toward destiny is like eternity. To know eternity is enlightenment. And not to recognize eternity brings disorder and evil. Knowing eternity makes one comprehensive. Comprehension makes one broad-minded. Breadth of vision brings nobility. Nobility is like heaven. The heavenly is like thou. Dao is the eternal. The decay of the body is not to be feared. Sit for 10 minutes. I'll wait a couple moments here for you to get yourself into a nice upright posture. I'll mention again today the, the hands. So I personally like to put my hands on my legs when I sit. And I put the thumb and index finger or thumb and forefinger together on both hands. And um, depending on the situation and the day, you can, if you choose to do that as well, you can sort of point your thumb and forefinger up, in which case you're kind of opening yourself up or you can ground yourself by pointing them down. And I find for myself that most of the time I point my thumb and forefinger down. I need the grounding, I guess. Um, Recalling everything else, sitting nice and upright, but relaxed, if
1: possible. Let's begin. As we settle in here together, focus on your breath. Let it come from the belly. Let it come from the belly and let it control itself
0: rather than attempting to control it as you watch it. Now, if you're ready, maybe you can bring some of your awareness to your heart. And just let your
1: heart open a little bit, see what's going on inside of it. And if You have some description
0: for that sensation, like pain or fear or love or peace or contentment. That's okay. Just let those labels wash past you and then sit with the feeling that's in there. Just stay with that
1: feeling. Stay with the feeling and stay with your breath.
0: And now if you're ready, letting the breath stay in the belly, bring your awareness up
1: to your neck, your throat.
0: So that you now have awareness, belly, heart, and throat, all three.
1: Notice if there's tightness in your neck, in your throat. And if there's not, what is there? You can use this as time to inquire
0: about yourself, time to get curious about what's going on inside your body without, without needing to do anything about it, without labeling it, just allowing it, just curiosity and permission.
1: Yep, 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 yep. One day follows the next, doesn't it? One day,
0: then the next, then the next, then the next, and pretty soon it's a month. And then soon it's a year. And then not much longer, and it's five years, 10 years, 20 years, in a lifetime. Just like that. Just uh, like that. Goes by very fucking quickly.
1: Yeah, so what are you gonna do with it? Right? How will we choose to spend it? Okay, we're gonna do a little gratitude practice toward the end. We'll we'll make that a Monday
0: habit. But for now, let's take a look at this chapter 16 again, this Goddard translation of chapter 16. Seek to attain an open mind, and then in parentheses, the summit of vacuity. Seek composure, and then in parentheses, the essence of tranquility. Well, He's talking about seeking, and if you're going to seek and have goals with it, then an open mind and composure are, relatively speaking, pretty good ones. Ideally, you ultimately
1: reach the place where you don't have to seek anymore. But for starters, we can seek to have an open mind and composure. Those are certainly helpful qualities to have for our own peace of mind. Okay, next. All things are in process, rising and returning.
0: Plants come to blossom, but only to return to the root. Returning to the root is like seeking tranquility. It is moving towards its destiny. The move toward destiny is like eternity. To know eternity is enlightenment. And not to recognize eternity brings disorder and evil. I'm going to keep going. Uh, all the way to the end here. Knowing eternity makes one comprehensive. Comprehension makes one broad-minded. Breadth of vision brings nobility. Nobility is like heaven. The heavenly is like Tao. Tao is the eternal. The decay of the body is not to be feared. I think if I had to summarize this second part that I just read in one sentence, I would say... Fear is an illusion that disappears once you understand the true nature of things. This idea that we're eternal beings, yeah. And there are even some tips about how to recognize that we're eternal beings. Specifically, moving toward destiny. To move toward destiny is like eternity, to know eternity is enlightenment. Yeah. So one way to read this is if we move toward destiny, then we can know eternity and we can let go of our fear. What about if you're actually afraid right now? And um, for most of us, I think the truth is that there's some background of anxiety, which is a form of fear that, um, you know, that rears its ugly head and sort of ensnares us every single day every single day we have to deal with something that um, is a form of fear even if we don't tell ourselves if that that's what it is on Friday I talked about anger I talked about a specific situation of mine that I had dealt with the day before that led to me being angry well lo and behold on Friday, subsequent to my show on anger, I then was presented with a situation that led to the unfortunate combination of anger and fear together. And man, anger by itself is hard enough to sit with or or have patience with. Anger and fear together, um, holy shit. And this, this fear that we have Ultimate nature of this fear that we have, I think, is a fear of fear of being ostracized, fear of death, fear of being caged, imprisoned. And it's, you know, it's hard to hear. But what the Tao Te Ching is saying is even those fears are illusions. Once you recognize your eternal nature. But fuck, it's hard to hear especially if you're afraid right now, it just sounds like words, right? If you have anxiety in this moment right now, as you're listening to this, hearing that you have an eternal nature probably is not really going to fucking resonate. And sitting there with your own anxiety is tough. It's tough. Yeah, it really is. Carl Jung and Joseph Campbell, too, both said something to the effect at one time or another that much of our problems, much modern problems, the modern neuroses that we humans on planet Earth now have in the 21st century, and of course in Jung's and Campbell's time that would have been mostly the 20th century, but anyway, it's the same, most of our problems derive from the fact that we no longer have a myth that tells us what our place is on this planet we don't have some mythical story that tells us who we are and why we belong here and what our destiny is and so perhaps unfortunately for us moderns we have to figure that shit out for ourselves and that is not nearly as easy as having it told to you you know in fact this is what makes religions like Islam and Christianity, so attractive to a lot of people because of their certainty. But unfortunately, neither one of those faiths do a very good job of telling us what our destiny is here on this planet in a way that resonates for many of us at this point. So we're left having to figure out our myth for ourselves. What is our destiny? What is our place here? That's the work of finding your path of defining it yourself. Yeah, it's tough. I get it. I know it better than anybody. Do not give up on yourself. You owe it to yourself, right? To your spiritual nature, if you believe in that, to commit to pursuing your destiny. No matter what the outcome, no matter whether you succeed or fail, And in spite of the anxiety and
1: in spite of the fear, I know how hard that seems, but you are not alone either.
0: There are plenty of us, plenty of us on this path. And that's sort of the promise of this work, right? I think ultimately that's the promise that when you're on this path, you will ultimately
1: recognize your eternal nature. And then death has lost its fear. Let's take uh, 30 seconds now for a little gratitude practice. And as I
0: mentioned last week, I like to start with, uh, with something specific and then have gratitude for two or three or four or five things in total in the course of 30 seconds. And on that last one, have it be more general. So whatever makes sense to you in the course of 30 seconds, um, whether that be three things that you're grateful for or maybe four, just enough so that you can give your full attention to each one of them for a period of time and then move on. Yeah, it's good to to have gratitude, I find, for myself. All right, here we go. I'm not going to ring the bell.
1: Let's start. No. Okay. If that wasn't enough time for
0: you to think of five things that you're grateful for, may I recommend taking the time on your own to do that. That'll do it for today, dear listener. I'm grateful for you. And I don't mean that like some sort of bullshit about you listening to me so that I can monetize this. I'm grateful that you're on your path too. Thanks for sitting with me. Have a good day.